Hello, and welcome to the Empowered Goddess Creative Podcast, an inspiring space for all women to come alive and discover how to embody their divine wisdom for living a life on purpose, fully empowered and creative. From creativity discussions to mindset rituals and transformational stories, you will discover the tools every woman needs in her sacred container to navigate her unique path. Whether you're going through life transitions, desire more clarity to uncover your purpose, or are ready to become truly empowered, then you're in the right place. This is where women gather to paint their life canvas. Welcome to the Empowered Goddess Creative Podcast with Renee Shear. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. I am so excited and joyful to be here right now with my guest podcaster, Cassandra Wilder. I am just so thrilled to have you here, Cassandra, and I'm so grateful that you're here. Uh, If you just want to say hi to everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everyone. And thank you, Renee, for inviting me here. You are so welcome. And I'm honored because I've been wanting to have a conversation with you for such a long time. And before we get into all of our juicy topics, I just want to kind of give people an idea of who you are and why you're here. And I just wanted to start by saying like, When I met you back in, I want to say, September of 2018, I believe it was, I felt like this is a person that I want in my life and that I need in my life and that I want to be friends with, and she's a true sister, and I owe you so much for for bringing women's circles into my life. And I was doing women's circles before that, but... There was something about you and your energy and the, and the space that you held that made it truly, truly special. And ever since then, I've seen my life just transform and change and have so many wonderful new blessings come my way. And so why don't you just um, also give our audience, our listeners, a little bit about what it is you do and who you are and what your work is in the world. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, you've got me tearing up over here. So. <laughs> wow. Thank you for that beautiful intro. So my name is Cassandra Wilder and I'm the CEO of Goddess Ceremony, which is a global online sisterhood. We lead sacred women's retreats. We do women's circle creatrix trainings. And that's how I was so blessed to meet you. And we create this platform for women to remember who they are and what they were born to do in this world. So that's one big piece of my journey, but then I'm also a naturopathic doctor and I specialize in women's cyclical health. So I am all about talking about the taboo things in this world, like menstruation and tracking your cycle and understanding how we can start to work with our bodies rather than against them. So my mission really in this world is giving women that safe space that they need to do that deep inner healing work so that they can know what it's like to feel empowered, vibrant, sexy, you know, all the things. (laughs) Sexy. (laughs) Yes. And then I also have the Goddess Ceremony podcast. So I'm just so grateful to be here. Danielle, speaking of the podcast, I would not have started this podcast unless it was for you. (laughs) I had been wanting and thinking about doing one for such a long time. So for those of you who are listening, who ever feel like you want to do a podcast, Cassandra has a beautiful program that makes it so incredibly easy to do. 
and it just takes off all the stress and all the research. So thank you for that too. <laughs> mm, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I think anyone that's ever wanted to start a podcast knows what it feels like to be totally overwhelmed and terrified by the idea. And sometimes we just need someone to hold our hand and do it with us. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So let's talk about, you know, this whole idea of the divine feminine and the goddess energy and what that means. And, you know, as you know about me, you know, I'm all about creativity and using creativity as a means to to truly get in touch with your body, to go into your body, to work through things, to get answers to questions, to manifest, and just so many other ways. And I talk a lot about how to be creative and how to use an artistic practice. But here's the thing, and tell me if you can relate to this, Cassandra, if you've ever experienced this in the past where, you know, a lot of times people will say, especially women, and it drives me crazy, you know, I'm just not creative. I'm just not creative. And oh my goodness, I just want to take them and hug them and say, oh my God, <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are creative. You don't yes. have to be an artist. You don't have to paint. You don't have to draw. There's so many ways to be creative in this life. And as women, as divine feminine beings, I mean, we're natural born creators, right? We have a womb, we make babies. I mean, we, <laughs> we have so much ability to create. And the thing is, and one of the things I wanna talk about with you is how creativity actually helps us manifest those things in our lives that we really desire, how it kind of moves us forward into our path and into our purpose and what that can look like in, in a non-traditional even kind of way. So, so with all that said, I mean, looking back to before you started your journey on this whole, you know, goddess energy, divine feminine, how did you feel about creativity? Would you say that you were always a creative person or did you struggle with that? You know, I really resonate with what you said when women say that they're not creative you just want to hug them and say you have no idea it doesn't have to be about these traditional forms of creativity but honestly that was exactly my story for most of my life because i as a child never felt innately gifted with painting or drawing or i remember one of my best friends was that kind of person that could pick up anything and just had that like knack for it so no matter what class we were in and i was always sitting next to her she would just thrive in these settings and so i really did develop that story of i'm just not good at this i guess i'll just you know keep it all in a linear mindset. I guess I'll just thrive in these other forms of schooling that are maybe more logic minded. And so it really wasn't until I began studying the divine feminine and working with women and sitting in these sacred circles that I had that epiphany that it's not just about these traditional forms of creativity, but rather it is about expression. And that can come in so many different forms through our words, through movement, through these things that don't involve these these little tools that we may often associate with creativity. And that was so liberating for me and allowed me to end that story of, I'm just not innately gifted. I don't have that knack. So what's the point? So did you have sort of an aha moment when you started doing this work? Was there like any sort of epiphany or um, something that you noticed from the outside? Or did you kind of just find it within you as you progressed? Or how did that, how did that kind of come to you? 
Yeah, there definitely was a, an unfolding process. I wouldn't say that it was an overnight thing, but rather the softening into it, where as I began to dive more into this divine femininity I found in my yoga practice, suddenly I felt a little more bold and kind of Ooh. felt permission to get out of the box of a sun salutation or, you know, whatever you were taught you're supposed to do. And I found more freedom in my voice and felt like for the first time, I again was able to heal this story of, I'm just not a good public speaker, or I don't really have a, a story worth telling. And so it's amazing how when you connect to this creativity, you do see it blossom in every facet of your life, not just in the way you might think. Right. I, and I absolutely, 100%, that is really one of the things that I try to, to encourage women when I come across their path or I hear them struggle with their creativity. And then there's also the other side of it as well that I've seen and witnessed where there are women who are very creative in the aspect of, you know, being artistic or, you know, writing or painting or drawing in, in, in a physical kind of way. And sometimes they, I've, I've noticed that there's a challenge of actually taking that to a deeper level mm -hmm. where it's not just about making a product or a piece of art or something like that. Like, what about the deeper inner aspect of that? So that's something that I've learned over time in my own painting practice is when I, if I look back years ago, because I was always a very artistic person. I was born an artist. That's who I am. But for years, years and years and years, all I could, it was all about the, it was all about creating something from the ego, essentially creating something kind of from the masculine energy, from the energy of, well, I need to make this look good, or this isn't perfect enough, or I need to really perfect my, my skill in this area, or it doesn't look as good as this person's over here, so I better do this. And so there's this whole other aspect. You're nodding your head. I <laughs> see like, yeah, there's, <clears throat> there's so much more deeper work that can go along with that. And that's why that I do what I do in the world and working with women to help transform them and get into connect more deeply to their divine feminine, to their creative centers, to their energy centers. And so um, with that said, you know, when you do your uh, retreats, for instance, when you do your goddess circles and your retreats and things, um, I know you're a big proponent, a big proponent of, you know, manifestation and you're, <laughs> it's one of your favorite topics and one of mine too. And I thought it would just be kind of fun and interesting to talk about how we can use our creativity, whether it is an actual physical art or some other form like you talked about, like how can we use that to really manifest and short, sort of shift that energetic vibration out into the ethers, out into the universe to create the life that we see for ourselves? Yes. Like you said, I think they are so incredibly intertwined. And sometimes the manifestation circles at a retreat are the first times in someone's life that they've ever really felt like they can be creative. Because again, we're often locked into this logical box that says things need to make sense. And, you know, one plus one equals two. And what is actually within reach, what is truly feasible. And so to manifest, you know, you're encouraged to actually get out of your own way and to think about what do I really want? What would it look like to be limitless in my thought process here? 
maybe this dream of living in Greece or, you know, having this abundance to travel the world or something isn't out of reach. And that's sometimes the first time in a person's life that they've ever actually thought that big or really allowed themselves to, to dream up something that's almost unfathomable. And then also with manifestation, I think this also provides people with this beautiful opportunity to think of themselves as a co-conspirator with the universe or with the divine. And that's the first time that they've ever felt this expansive, big creative energy and realize that they are indeed the creator of their reality. So they're so intertwined. And I think as soon as someone realizes that they are limitless, that they are infinitely creative, that they get to actually weave their dream reality, I think that's usually a big aha moment for them. Yeah, absolutely. I just thought of a story um, that I remember, I think I shared this with you a while ago, where because I'm an artist and I, I do like to, to tinker with paint and, and sketching and things like that, there was a time back um, a couple of years ago where I uh, was really trying to manifest love in my life. And actually, that has never really ended. <laughs> but the point is, is that I decided to sort of actually draw kind of the essence of what I thought this person in my life would look like. Mm. And I remember when I was at your um, creatrix training that time, and I wrote out a manifestation about calling in my partner. And it was really this powerful, very vulnerable moment for me. I don't know if you remember. I mean, it was really emotional. And because it was something I've always dreamed of having, like the kind of love that's like epic, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just epic love, you know, not perfect, but epic. And so shortly after that, after I moved, I ended up meeting a man who looked exactly like that picture that I wow. had drawn. He looked I'm not even joking. The minute that I saw him, the minute I saw him, I was like, holy shit, balls. This, <laughs> is, this is him. And it was so fun because I won't go into all the details. Essentially, it, it didn't work out that way. But what ended up happening was we, we became really good friends. And even though it didn't manifest in the way that I thought it would, it still manifested in a beautiful way that I needed at that time in my life, this beautiful friendship. And I actually had a visualized picture of him that I created. And so what I guess I'm trying to get across is it doesn't matter if you draw it or if you visualize it in your mind or you dance it out or you feel it, however you decide to create it, that's living proof. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. What was it like? I'm so curious to see this man in front of you and to be like, whoa, that's him. I almost fell to my knees. Honestly, I like, <laughs> I had butterflies in my stomach. I was, I was excited. And I like, just knew that I had to talk to this person. It was like, all I could think about was, oh my God, it worked. The universe actually heard my call. The universe actually listened to what I had to say and it brought it to me. <laughs> it was yeah. like such a happy, happy moment. It felt so good. It felt so good. And so I wanted to ask you, 
So, you know, you're not a, an artist in the traditional sense necessarily, if I'm correct, right? Like mm-hmm. you talked about. So yep. <laughs> what are some what what are some examples? Do you have any examples that you can give women out there where you kind of connected to your innate creative sense that has created something for you? How has cre- has how is your own definition of creativity actually worked for you in your favor? That's such a good question. You know, for me, I think a lot of it has been through movements. That's Mm -hmm. been my form of creativity, whether that's through dance or through yoga. Yoga is one of my favorites, and I've kind of blended dance and yoga together. So I like to practice yoga without a yoga mat anymore because it feels like it limits me, which is such a funny thing to say. And instead to, to just be open to the process and to be intuitive in how it comes up. So that's been like a a really big thing for me. And I find that the more in my body I stay, which I think our bodies are a powerful form of expression in every facet, the more we stay in our body versus up in our head or, or, you know, daydreaming of the past or the future or whatever, the more we're present in this physical, you know, body, the more we can really start to gather these epiphanies or really hear the messages that we're meant to hear. And so, especially for anyone that feels like they are not innately creative, like you are, you know, where I see your artwork and I just think, how does she do that? (laughs) Like, how do you, how do you do these things? That's so, so distant to me. You can be creative just by staying in your body, in your physical vessel and allowing things from the divine to flow through you. Then you become this channel of creativity and I think that's such a powerful place to arrive to. Yeah, absolutely. So for those of, um, for those of you who are listening, Cassandra, would, would you, what any sort of tips would you offer to someone who, who maybe can resonate with what you said earlier about when you kind of created that story, that, that sort of limiting belief essentially around not being creative. So if there's someone out there who, who is feeling that way or feels like they've embodied those stories, what sort of wisdom would you offer them to start with, you know, based on your own journey and what you've learned? Yes. Well, the biggest tool I would offer them is to connect with other women, because like you said at the beginning, we are innately creative. We are the portal of life in this world. And the more that I gathered with these other women and heard their stories and felt encouragement from them, the more I tapped into this creativity. And then that's where these old beliefs started to crumble for me and where I began to open myself. I feel like that's the second layer is to (laughs) open myself to maybe changing this belief that maybe I wasn't this uncreative, hyper-masculine, logical person. Maybe I actually could be creative in a different fashion than I even knew possible. So finding that community is essential, softening to the belief that maybe the story you've been living isn't necessarily truth. I know that's kind of a hard one. And then being open to exploring that and finding your own version of creativity is incredibly liberating. Yeah, that's wonderful. It's beautiful. I agree with you 100%. And just to, to kind of add on to that, what you said, and those stories, those stories are so important because what happens is we create these stories for ourselves based on our conditioning, right? Based on what we've learned, what we've seen around us, and we take them on. And the important thing that I think another important thing that we need to do when we're learning how to embody that divine feminine, embody that wisdom, embody that creative, that creativity is maybe even asking ourselves, 
do we really own this? Is this really ours to carry? You know, mm-hmm. does this, is this really, can I say without a shadow of a doubt, 100% that this is true? And ask yourself that question and then kind of see what arises. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because I know I, and I've been doing that a lot lately in my recent past, just with other things that have come up, you know, we're, we're always evolving as people, as women, we're, we're always growing and our journeys never end. And I have learned so much about a lot of the stories that we carry just are not ours. They're just not true. And they're not ours to hold the burden. Mm. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, is there anything else that you might want to offer to our listeners today about anything? <laughs> about anything. <laughs> about <laughs> anything else? Anything else about creativity or anything else that you'd like to offer? Yes. I would really encourage anyone listening to this to get out of the box of limitation that we've been put in. And like you said, our conditioning does become such a big barrier here. And when we're open to rewriting the story, I think then we also are in the perfect space or environment to do some of that deeper introspective work. So if you have any of these innate beliefs that you're not creative, I would encourage you to trace back where that belief came from. And if you have any apprehensions or fears, again, maybe take this as an opportunity to look back as to where that came from. Uh, Recently, my mom was reminding me that when I was maybe three years old, she put me in ballet and she quickly pulled me out of ballet because she, her story or what she said is that you wouldn't listen to the teacher. You were always in the back just doing your own thing. Like you didn't care that anyone else was doing anything. You didn't care to learn the moves. You just wanted to do your own thing. And in her perspective, that was wrong, right? Like you need to listen to the teacher and you need to be creative in that way. But hearing that story now, I just smiled thinking that is the cutest thing in the whole world. I'm so glad that I was uninhibited and free. And maybe the ballet class wasn't that interesting to me. Instead, I wanted to just be authentic little Cassandra and live my life and, you know, shake my butt and do whatever it was I was doing. And hearing that story, I think, allowed me again to to heal this part of my experience, which was you're not good at dancing, you're not creative, you know, these things that I had embodied for most of my life. So know that there is huge, huge power in being willing to look at where these beliefs come from, maybe resolving them or healing them or just softening into this compassion for yourself at that time, and then having that path to move forward so that you can start to reinvent what creativity really means to you. Yeah, beautifully said. I don't know if I could have said it better myself. And the other thing I will add on basically to something you said earlier about being part of a woman's circle. I mean, I started women's circles back in 2004, 2005, I want to say, and they changed my life. They truly did. And I never knew that there were women out there who could actually understand me, who could actually not think I was that shit crazy for wanting to do what I wanted to do in the world mm. <laughs> for telling me or, or telling me, you know, it would be okay to go ahead and dance and do my own little dance in the back of the room, kind of like you did Cassandra and forget about what everybody else was doing. 
Yes. Having that support system, having having just being held that way in a loving in a loving space is it's I, I, I almost don't have the words. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it other than truly transformational. I so agree. I so believe that the best things in this world can't be described with yep. words and women's yep. circles definitely fall in that. For sure. For sure. Well, this was such a wonderful chat. I am so grateful for you, Cassandra and your wisdom. And if there is anything, is there anything else you would like to offer to our audience about uh, your website or anything like that? Sure. So if you are interested in coming to a retreat or beginning to lead sacred women's circles in your community, you can go to goddessceremony.com. We also put out a weekly podcast every single Monday with all sorts of juicy wisdom about healing your cycle, the moon phases, and creating a, a space where we get to talk about things that are typically not discussed in our modern culture. And then if you're interested in learning more about me or my naturopathic services, you can go to CassandraWilder.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone for listening. And if you would like to go to my website, www.reneshared.com and sign up for my newsletter, um, you will receive some beautiful things and, or you can follow me on Facebook and follow me. And I would love to hear from you. And I hope you all have such a beautiful day until our next episode. We will see you again really soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Empowered Goddess Creative Podcast, a place where you can always feel at home. If you are feeling the call to dive deeper into your sacred journey, go to www.reneeshear.com to learn all the ways you can participate in a community of sisters who are making massive transformation at Renee's online classes, retreats, and private groups. Let life be your canvas, dear sister, and we'll see you on the next episode.